Hello, 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 6 a.m. run family, 6 a.m. runners, 6 a.m. run community. At the end of the day, all of you guys are part of our community. You guys know I start every episode with the gratitude toward you guys as almost like my by my first family at this point. Four years, we just had our fourth birthday. I know this podcast may not air um, until July. Today is June 23rd. Yesterday was my uh, birthday of sorts. We don't kind of celebrate that anymore. Once you hit 40, yeah, it's like... There's really no celebration, I think. Maybe celebration is that I can get out of bed and I can run. That's like the good thing. Also, again, gratitude to our continued guests. I normally let guests introduce themselves. I always, you guys know, I always say on every podcast, they are their own hype men or women. This one is a funny guest. It's not something, it's a, we're going a little out of the box on this guest. I think, and this person, when he introduces himself, is going to correct himself. I think this person you're about to meet is a comedian, an actor, doesn't get paid like one just yet, but is on that path. I literally, at first, now my wife follows this person. This is a person I literally would just laugh at and show my wife every night before we crash. I'd be like, check out this post. And what this person has done is taken the running industry's memes, essentially, and brought them to life. Milo James, Runder estimated, how are you today? Please introduce yourself. Thank you. I'm, I'm doing really good. How are you doing today? Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to obviously talking with you on the podcast. Um, I know that we have like offline chats as well, but it's good to kind of sit down and talk through some things. And if you want to keep those compliments coming, I'm happy to take them on board. <laughs> let, let me start with that because I do believe, I believe the internet, internet in general, right? Let's mm. forget social media for a second. It really did bring the world closer together. Did it cause a lot of problems, a lot of bullying? Of course, with every good thing, there's maybe 20 bad things, but you probably, and I'm, I'm guessing here, but correct me if I'm wrong, you probably never thought you would become kind of, you, you are in these videos, you're, you are acting. Tell me I'm wrong. I guess, like, I know you've mentioned this before. I think it's just something that I've never been an actor. I'm not trained to act or anything like that, but just something that I relate to. And I think if something comes naturally to you, then it's obviously a lot easier and a lot more fun. It doesn't right. always feel as exhausting as if I'm, I mean, obviously you have to hype yourself up a little bit and kind of get in the zone to film, but I think most of it's kind of, yeah, just, I don't know. I see so something that makes go, me laugh. Let's go back to the comedian slash actor thing. Yeah. I think Kevin Hart, one of the reasons Kevin Hart is uberly successful, he's a smaller gentleman yeah. and he's got a little bit more of a high pitched voice and it all just meshes. He's funny mm -hmm. and it all is like a perfect storm, right? My wife always says the best comedians have the best delivery. Mm. I think a lot has come from the facial expressions as well, because a lot of the stuff I do is voiceover. Right. So it's right. not my voice, but I think the facial expressions, people just go right to. with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so no. So, all right. So now let's go even back a little further. Let's start because obviously before the reels and the TikToks, there was mm. running. And mm -hmm. then that's how you learned about all those gaffes that runners go through. Absolutely. So let's start with your running journey first, if you don't mind, Milo. Yeah. So my actual running journey started back in 2018. I actually ran... Oh, so not long ago. No, no, not long ago at all. Pretty recent. Um, and I ran a marathon without any training, which I would not recommend to anyone to do. Signed up as a challenge to myself and... I don't know if you know, but like time goes by, you think you're going to train, you've got the best intentions and it just never happened. 
And then the day came, well, the weekend of the marathon came and I felt very disappointed in myself that I'd not trained for this big event. So I picked up my bib and my packet and everything and headed out there with all the best intentions the next day. Um, I was able to finish in like six hours and four minutes. And then I think from there, crossing that finish line just kind of really spurred me on to try and improve. So started in 2018, I ran the same marathon in 2019 and almost halved my time. Wow. And then I ran the LA Marathon in 2020, a couple of months after, and PR'd again. So I went from a 604 to a 351 to a 335 in a year and a half. Now, here's here's the thing on training. And, and this is where you dedicated yourself, though. I did the same thing in terms of just kind of, I'll go backwards in a second, but you, a marathon trainer, training, I'm sorry, for a marathon if you have a nine to five job and if you work full time and you have children and, you know, I give, no, I'm not saying it's impossible. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. But some of those days, those 20 mile days in like the Hanson's method and things like that, I mean, that's dedicating. And, and I'm sure you could structure it to do those days on a Sunday or a Saturday, right? Like, mm-hmm. but let's be honest, some of those days are four hour days or like three hour days of training for some people. So it's like, it's demanding. And if you are go, 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 what I did, and I don't recommend this for anyone. I just know in my own mind, I do six miles every single day, seven days a week right? So I'm doing marathon numbers per week. Mm -hmm. So I kind of just figured there were a few days in between and I didn't want to tire myself out, but I did nine and I think I did 14. And and once I knew I saw I did 14 pretty easily and I could still get up and run the next day, Mm -hmm. my goal was not time. It was, Hey, I just, am not going to walk any of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I just told myself, like, if you keep the jog pace at minimum, you're, you're winning. And especially seeing so many people start walking, it made me feel better a little. And I hate to sound cocky and conceited, but like I knew I wasn't going to walk. You know what I mean? Your six hour one, I mean, and and no disrespect, but I got to assume some of that had to be a little walking or a little very, very slow, right? Yeah, including about just under 15 minutes in an ambulance because my knee was felt like it was falling out of its socket. It wasn't, but I damaged it so badly that... I had to sit in an ambulance and get strapped up. They told me to quit, but we were already at like, I don't know, maybe like 18 miles and there was no way. I wasn't You're like, I'm, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so a lot no, of by walking. The way, same thing. My, my knees uh, by mile, like 22, 23, like, oh, we're on fire. Mm. I'm not a person that does squats either. I later learned after my marathon squats and yeah. building up your leg muscles are very important. I, I was, mm. again, listen, I did a bunch of idiotic things. I said to myself, <laughs> you walk every day. So your legs have to already be the strongest part of your body. Right. Yeah. So I'm right there with you, but I was lucky. I did not stop running or jogging, whatever you want to call it. And my thing, and it wasn't even that bad because I'll get up and do one right now, but it was more that I just one week after doing it about a week, the first two days I was in bed for about two days. I just, I, I, I mean, I was not sick or anything. I just did everything from the bed. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I think that's where you notice that kind of either lack of training or lack of endurance. Sometimes you don't notice it till after when your body is just like, we're not moving for a considerable amount of time because this is bad. (laughs) Yeah. And then the third day I was able to kind of get out of bed. I was a little mobile. 
And then I worked from home those couple of days. Fourth day, I think I was fine, but I knew fourth, fifth, and sixth day, I knew don't run. Don't even try like a couple of miles. Seventh day, I just, I felt great by the seventh day. And then the very next, exactly one week, I don't know if you were saying very same. The next week I was like, okay, cool. We can go run three miles today. Yeah, 100%. Very similar. I think well, my first marathon where I didn't train, I was unwell for a week, in pain, just not in a good shape. And my second one, I would say, was the same as you. But actually, after I ran LA, I was like up and about the next day getting coffee. Wow. And I was like, oh, this is what it's like when you're actually a bit more like, uh, yeah, and just robust to it. It was um, yeah. interesting. But yeah. So, and that's probably where you get the the memes in terms of, you got hungry, right? You got a hunger for yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. You know, my yeah. favorite one you do is the, uh, can you describe the credit card one? Uh, oh, $2,000. Oh, and all yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and you're just like, what was it, like $10,000? You're like, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that um, the more you get into something, the more you're kind of willing to invest in it. And what goes from a local 5K or a local half marathon for me, as well as gone to now overseas trips, which then turn into, you don't just want to go just for a race because it's so far. So then you're looking at hotels and obviously you're turning it into a vacation. So the prices go up and up. And I think within, re- obviously not everybody can afford to do these things. And a lot of us have to save very hard to do it. Mm-hmm. So I think, although it's expensive, when you're really passionate about it, you kind of just you frown at these things and you're like, really, it's that much? And then it's like, do you know what? Let's just do it because it's going to be right. worth it in the end. So <laughs> all comes from, unfortunately, very raw, painful experiences that we, um, yeah, we just have to grin and bear it. I love that. I love that. And then again, let's continue to go. What was your first kind of video meme or something? And I call them memes. They're not memes. Yeah. They're obviously they're TikToks and they're reels. I just think, again, like I said, you, what you do is you're really good at taking a runner's, I don't want to say even issues, but again, like I said, I'm repeating myself, but what my wife always says, great kind of comedians can take, you know, being a parent, you know, a lot of comedians are are parents and they talk about what their kids put them through, or they're in a relationship and they talk about what their girlfriends and wives or husbands, uh, women comedians. I always got to remember nowadays, we got to make sure to give it, I have two daughters, (laughs) so they'll be on my case. I have two daughters. (laughs) If I don't do anything with equality in mind, my Mm -hmm. oldest will get on me. So I got to always make sure to be equal. So, you know, talking about like things their husbands put them through. And I think you probably are seeing a little bit of me as we get to know each other. Uh, mm-hmm. On the side, Milo and I are working 6 a.m. run. Milo has graciously uh, decided to kind of help us create content for our running community. What was the first video that blew up that you were like, I have something here? Do you remember? To be honest, I don't remember the exact video, but what I noticed was that when I first started posting like reels and videos, I was doing the whole running next to the water or holding my phone while I'm running and kind of putting some like upbeat motivational music, which a lot of runners do and they do it very well and they do it very high quality and they put in the slow-mo. And until I started actually talking about, well, I think it started with kind of complaining, but in like a funny way until I started saying, I'm tired. I don't want to run today. It's expensive in one way or another, I think that's really when people started gravitating towards that because Uh the truth, people respond to the truth, right? So when you're 
like talking about things people can relate to rather than just trying to be this showy look at me running in a beautiful scenery i think a lot more people respond to that and then here's the crazy part and i I don't know if you don't mind i would love to share you are in new zealand right yes yeah but your audience you said like 60 i think you i never forget you told me so many americans are relating to the content Mm mm-hmm like, what is that? And you've come to America, you're coming to America mm-hmm. for Chicago. Is there yeah. ever thought to maybe kind of bring this kind of like, or let me ask you even this, and you, I don't have to share if there's something else you do full-time, is being real, do you now start thinking like, I might need to create content and be, do this like full-time? Because now you're at a point, I got to assume, and I'm guessing here, so just stop me if I'm wrong, but now you got to start getting creative with it, right? So now it becomes a job. Am I wrong? Yeah, you're not wrong. I think I've still got plenty of enjoyment out of it. And I think I don't ever want it to become something that I make for the sake of making content. I always want to provide value, a laugh, whatever that is. I also want to enjoy it. So yes, I have to look at it a little bit differently when I'm obviously, for example, like working with you guys, I want to make sure that I'm doing a good job. I don't just want to put anything out there. But Mm. I think it's just thinking about it differently because the minute you just say, oh, I just want to make money from this and it becomes a business, you probably lose a little bit of authenticity. I agree. I do agree. Yeah. So definitely, I mean, I've been looking at moving to the States for as long as I can remember from being a very young child, but, you know, visas and job offers and things like that are not easy to come by. But there's a really good quote that I always heard, which is, never give up on something you can't go a day without thinking about, which applies to running as well. Um, So if you think about it every day, you should keep working towards it, which is, yeah, what I try to do. So never say never, but there's nothing in the pipeline at the minute is all I can say. Milo, let me tell you something. I'll say this on air. You're such a pleasure to work with. Hopefully we can grow as partnerships and we can get you a a. 6am run work visa here. That would be amazing. You know, never say never. You never know what's going to come. And I think... Yeah, you just don't know from opportunities and like positive working relationships what can come. But it's interesting because you had your birthday yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. And it's my birthday today. So we're both the same star sign. Thank you. And so both the same star sign and you turned 40, I turned 30. So... You know, no, I turned, no, I'm, no, 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 I'm 43. I wish I was. Oh, 43. 43. I I wish I was 40. 40. But, so it's funny, 30th, so go party. 30th was my last big party. Okay. <laughs> no, parties are done for me. They're done. <laughs> I don't think 40, I did anything huge. I think pandemic, maybe, I don't know. I don't remember. 40, Probably, I was kind of like, yeah. eh. 30 though, or 30 was, uh, let's just put it this way. I remember <laughs> up until about 1 a.m. for the 30th. <laughs> <laughs> no that 6 a.m. run on that day. <laughs> yeah, basically just saying goodbye to the 20s. That's it, that's it. And I think I had my, yeah, I did. I had my oldest daughter then too. Yeah, 30 was, that was like, the, so, and I'm not saying this will be yours, but just this is, that was like the last one where I was like, it's my birthday, yay. Yeah, and then yeah. everyone after that, I was like, oh my God, I'm so fucking old. <laughs> yeah, it comes, it comes very quickly. I think especially with the pandemic, the last few years have just flown by, so... No time like the present to keep it moving, I guess. Yeah, even that, it's crazy because, and I say this meaningfully, you you are a very young man in terms of that. And it's like, so, you know, what I love seeing is my youngest who's six. And it's like, she is now loving people because it's like for three of her years, 
she was three when a lot of this stuff was starting. Of course. It was like hunker down, nobody to play with. And my oldest was like a little too old. So she would like kind of pick and choose when she would play with her little sister. So it was like, yeah, to your point now, it's like, and I think you're in a great spot hitting that stride of 30. Running is now opening up. Let's talk about that as I segue in there. Has running, obviously running brought you a business relationship with us um, potentially and not even potentially, but I'm pretty positive on that. Has running or this content creation industry brought you friendships and what's it brought you yeah a hundred percent and not to dwell on the pandemic but definitely throughout the pandemic i think people have social media from kind of all niches but Mm -hmm. the running community has really supported each other because we've had races cancelled we've had injuries we've not been able to run with people and i think we've really kept each other motivated to the point of real life friendships where we haven't met in person yet. But in Chicago, I know there's a lot of people that have got in contact who didn't get to run in 2020 and it's kind of going to be this huge celebration. Yeah. In October. So I think it's brought me a lot of friendships. Um, Obviously some of them are just virtual, but hopefully um, over time they'll come to be in person. Absolutely. I always kind of ask runners who we have on the show. So are you a podcast person, a music person, a book person? You know, you do distance run, obviously. Mm -hmm. So on these long runs, what's Milo's kind of preferred listening thing of choice? Yeah. I'm one of those psychopaths that doesn't listen to anything. Anything? No. (laughs) So for the the six hour one, there was nothing in your ears? Oh, for that one, there was. But again, I wasn't trained. I just kind of shoved some headphones in. But for anything after that, since I've trained for running, um, there's no music, no headphones, just the good old sound of the outdoors and my heartbeat and my footsteps. (laughs) Really? That's crazy. Yeah. It was funny. I think at Mile in New York, I think at mile, I, I was music that one because I really wanted to hide and running through streets of New York. I knew that w- I wanted that one to be my first one. My wife mm-hmm. and I, we love New York City. We only live a few hours away from New York City. But it was funny. The funny story for me is I think at about mile, you kind of see the finish line coming from about five miles away. But I yeah. think at like mile four or three, I was like, hey, turn everything off, shut it down and like just really soak up these last couple of miles. And then it got like, it gets kind of quiet a little bit. And I was like, I want to finish strong. I kind of, at the last mile, I went back to music to just charge through that last mile and push and like, you know, hype myself Get up. So sure. I was like, I'm, I'm going to soak it in this way. And that was like my fun way of doing it. I Like I said, and that's the beauty, I think, of this sport, right? For every single person I talk to, there's not one way that's like the standard right? Mm -hmm. You don't do anything. I do music. Some people do books and podcasts to keep it kind of, you know, monotone, but they still want to get something, you know, they want to absorb some kind of information or something or work while they're running. And everyone is different and everyone has their own, um, runners. I will say this runners are creatures of habit. So anyone has their own kind of habitual style and what they Uh like, and, and they go with it. Instagram, TikToks, we're talking a lot about that with running and you're still training. Mm -hmm. You started though, I do want to go backwards a little bit. You started at 18. Were you an athlete before though? Or did you have any like athletic, not ability, but like what at 18 made you kind of just start jogging or running? In 2018, not when I was 18. 
in 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I needed a challenge, which is why I ran that first marathon. But prior to that, I'd actually been traveling around Australia and Asia. So there was no exercise for a good two years. There was actually a lot of alcohol involved. And so I wasn't in the best state of fitness. I think before that, when I was back in the UK, I went to the gym, I guess, like a regular gym goer. Time out there too, because I've seen pictures of your races and physique. You're, yeah. are you sick? You're six foot. You're tall, right? Yeah, I'm six two. Six two. I'm pretty tall. <laughs> yeah. and, slender, and, and slender. I'll, we're going to put yeah. your pictures and your social media posts up in the bio so people can find you when, when this sure. airs. But the crazy thing, I'm learning this for the first time. You and I have talked a couple of times. I don't know that I've heard this story before about starting, you know, four, three, four years ago. Mm. But the crazy thing is, is like, I'm just, and I didn't mean to interrupt you, but for no, no, that's okay. going to see this or then go to your socials, you've got a runner's body. Yeah, I guess. I'll take it. It's definitely developed and changed a lot since I started running. From a young age, I used to dance. So I've always had a stronger bottom half leg-wise. Uh-huh. Upper half has been non-existent until I started running because I've kind of got into core and things like that. And I did, I have done gymnastics in the past. So there is some form of like fitness there in different levels, but definitely not the like impact stuff of running, etc. So I think my body has adapted well to that long distance training. Yeah. Yeah. Like a couple of last cu- couple questions I have, yeah. and then I, I want to give the floor to you. You've collabed now with other runners. Who are some of the most interesting people in the running space? Uh, I know there's a nice, uh, she's funny too. There's a woman runner. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on her name. You collab with sometimes. You've really, obviously, I think struck, uh, this is a niche that very few kind of comedians or whatever you want to call it, yeah. real content creators, we'll just call it that. This is a niche, like very few, there's like, there's you that I've counted, that I've found, there's like less than maybe 25 of you guys who do what you do. I don't even, I think 25 is super generous. I think there's maybe 10 of you guys. And I think we've reached out to a few of you, Mm -hmm. but like you're starting to partner with a few of them, right? Yeah. I mean, when you see people making content that are doing something very similar to you and you know, they kind of get it it's mm-hmm. very easy to do that kind of collab i think the one you're talking about is with carleth keys who is in she's actually in new york um the mm-hmm. collab that i did and she actually reached out to me and just said oh would you like i've seen your content would you want to do um and it was like the backstreet boys one and i yeah. got like straight away i just got it um and i think she knew that because sometimes people do a really good job with their content but kind of that comedic timing the facials like things like that yeah yeah, you can't always teach that and if you've got those people that just get it and you want to reach out to them to do something then it works and it's very easy well and you guys all i love about you guys all like so i know now when i look at your when i go to your profile to look at something it'll say like her corey Fartlick, and it's like all those yeah. guys in that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, Ruth, even who works for for us, yeah. you guys all follow each other. Like it's crazy because yeah. my, you know how like when you go on Instagram and you go to someone's profile, like it'll say followed by Kim Kardashian or other yeah, other yeah, people. Yeah. Whenever I go to all of your guys' profiles to watch like the latest things you've done, yeah. I love that the people it says follow this person 
it's all in like the person doing the same thing they're doing. Yeah. So you guys all follow each other, right? Yeah, and we do definitely support each other. We comment on each other's stuff, share it. But the funny thing is there's always messages like, oh, you just posted that reel and I was going to use that sound today. So I'm going to use something else. So, or... so you guys even talk in the messages, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And there was a sound that I found the other day that Corey, who you were mentioning, he'd literally just posted it. And I was like, don't think I'm stealing it because I didn't see yours, but I saw it on his profile. So we just like kind of, obviously you're going to get that in the running world. But yeah, we just kind of let each other know. And nobody's ever said, oh, don't post that because I've just posted it. It's a really cool bunch. And the thing is, is you each, well, here's the thing on the sounds, right? Like you each have your own take on it. And I think yeah. that's the beauty of it. If you go to a sounds page, you know, sometimes you can go to the page and see it like all hundred thousand things people have done to that one sound. Yeah. Everyone has their own take on it, which makes yeah. it your own in a way. Not that yeah. it's your own sound, but you know what I mean, no, no. right? And that's the, that's the prime example I had with my biggest reel that I think is at like 1.3 million now, which for mm. me is crazy which was the, I always forget her name, the model who, um, the one who wears like the hand and the dark eye makeup. Oh yeah, uh, Kanye's ex-girlfriend. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the sound where she's like, I actually did it myself. Um, I can't remember what everyone was doing, but everyone was doing the she's same like, it's thing. a masterpiece or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just flipped it around about a physio asking you, oh gosh, like what happened? Did you get in like a terrible accident? Like how did you get your injuries? And obviously the sound is I actually did it myself. And because it was the same audio, but flipped, people were saying, oh, I've seen this audio a hundred times, but like, this is the funniest thing I've seen yeah. or whatever they found. So yeah. everyone's got their own unique like spin on things and people relate to that in different ways. Let me ask you that. That's the crazy part of Reels and TikTok. Like to think that Kardashians, I know have so many, but to think that like one phrase, yeah, right? Like one blur becomes this my latest one and we're talking about this so let's try to get it all out on the table yeah there's this new one where it's like a girl screaming oh no oh my god like and it's like yeah yeah, know, yeah i know the one you mean i'm a sneaker guy so my wife yells at me for getting a pair of sneakers all the time yeah. and uh it's like oh my god oh my god and it's like i can imagine i would love to do like i always get ideas like again i'm not as talented as you guys when it comes to that but I'm like, man, I could definitely do one with acting like my wife's yelling at me for sneakers or like, you know, again, it's it's about relating. Like, I think yeah. uh, all you guys do something that relates to people. Mm -hmm. I did do one like there was the, the ones I know I, I can do. You know, again, my daughter, you know, turning older for her birthday, mm -hmm. which is also in June. I did do just one like, I, you know, I knew I could do that one. It's the wake me up before you go, go. Mm -hmm. Like I did that one because, you know, you do you blink your eyes and time flies. This stuff is the good stuff of social yeah. media. It's yeah, not bullying. No. Yeah, I will say you can get carried away. Yeah. Sometimes what's funny is I do get on my phone first thing in the morning. I'm guilty of that. It's uh, a couple of days in a row now. I've been noticing I get lost in reels yeah. and I look up. It's like 6.45 in the morning. I still haven't started running yet. You know yeah, what I mean? It's like time to go. <laughs> get your ass out the door. Get off your phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? And start running. But I'm just sitting there going through the same sound and I'm like, Oh my God, these are all funny, 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 funny. And you know, and, and stuff like that. So listen, I think again, I working with you has been a pleasure. I'm excited to continue to work with you. Awesome. I wanted you on the podcast and you know, before all of this, but now that, you know, for a couple of weeks now we've been working together, yeah. I'm excited. 
I think someone like you is, is again, very valuable to this niche, this running industry. And I'm excited to see what happens with you. And as you grow and you and I've talked about that at at a few of our phone calls. So a couple things real quick to put the ball back in your court as we kind of close up the podcast today. One, anything you want to mention to the running community or world, say it. And then two, close up, if you don't mind, by giving the social handles. Uh, Anyone who is watching or listening to this and says, I need to see this guy's profile, where can they go? But let's also just, like I said, back up. And anything I didn't ask that maybe you want to share a part of you or something that you want to share with the community that I I, maybe I just, I I didn't ask or wasn't something I mentioned. No, I don't think so. Like, first of all, obviously, thank you to you and the team at Six AM Run because you guys have been awesome. And I always like to say because people see you working with companies and they think that it's just a very transactional thing and there's no conversations that happen behind the scenes, which can be the case. And with you guys, that's not the case at all. And, and both of us, real quick on that note, and for yeah. guys and for guys and women and everyone listening. You are like this already, but you know, I'm a type of CEO where I need you to try the product and tell me you like it first. If you're going to tell me, um, and and I'll share this blatantly on air, we reached out to you, Ruth, Corey, those were my three favorite Instagrammers. And of the three of you, Corey, I think is vegan and some of the things he was doing just didn't mesh with the company. I'll I'll freely Mm -hmm. share that. It's not a bad thing, Mm -hmm. but we need to make sure we work with people who regardless of, as you just said, that business transaction, but I love working with people that I know whether we are paying them cash or not, Mm -hmm. they can sit there and say, Hey, Hami, we we do like this product. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you tried it first. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I was someone who wasn't using a ton of products. Um, I use like gels, but after kind of you allowing me to do that and under like answering any questions that I had about the product. Yeah, it's just been great so far. So I'm looking forward for what's to come, especially in this marathon block, because it's working very well so far, I will say. And regards to the running world, I think just there's space for everyone on Instagram, TikTok, whatever it is. If you're getting started and you're nervous, like you said, maybe you don't feel confident in posting a reel, your content's not going to be amazing from the get-go. Don't try and be perfect because you actually learn from not being perfect. You learn probably what not to post or what you can improve on. And if you want to start an Instagram or whatever account for a hobby, don't think you have to be good at it. You can just enjoy your hobbies and I'm sure you'll gain an audience of like-minded people, whether that's a hundred thousand people or a hundred people, there's definitely space for everybody. So I think that would just be my little snippet of wisdom for the um, running world. Cause I know confidence has been at the top of a lot of people's minds. Like, Oh, I really like your content, but I could never do that. And it's like, well, you don't have to do what I do, but you can do whatever you want to do. So just start. No, I, I do agree with you. I, and But mm-hmm. I also think it's not a bad thing because like I said, I think one thing I will say is I think I always used to say, and it's not anymore, but for me even like TikTok or Reels, yes. I do still think it's a little bit of a younger person's game. But, but hear me out. I know for a fact, I'm 43. My father, who's 70 something, <laughs> the older people are watching for yeah, sure course. and they're enjoying Absolutely. and they're laughing yeah you know so maybe like i said or to kind of exactly what you just said maybe someone doesn't want to do it but i know almost everyone and this is why it's one of the biggest platforms now in terms of how tiktok has grown and reels of course is competing 
but people watch these things. Yeah, I mean, there's you like you said, your one got 1.4 million views. Yeah, which is kind of scary when you think about it. It's just to put something out there on your account and then it's had that many views is a little bit daunting, but I, you can't get caught up in that. I got to ask this <laughs> and just because, you know, you're in that kind of space right now where it's all yeah. kind of starting to come together. And New Zealand, I don't know. And I'm not, I try, I don't want to sound ignorant or anything. Have you ever walked outside of your house and been recognized yet? One time. (laughs) So I was on a run. I was actually on a long run. And this person was looking at me as if they were going to say hello. But you know, when you're not sure if they're just kind of looking around, they were like, oh, hi. Like, I look, I think I'm sure they said, I love your running page, which I assume is the Instagram. But they were like, I love your running page. And I was like, this is weird for me. Like, because I don't know who they are. Right. But the running circles in New Zealand, I mean, New Zealand is small as a whole anyway. You've only got a population of 5 million. So any sport is going to have a very tight circle. So I think probably a lot of people that I know just from running in New Zealand have seen my content, but only recognized by a stranger once. Yeah, it's it's strange. I don't know. It's, no, it's I know. weird. It's gotta be. I mean, and like I said, and, and as we're talking today, to that point, you know, you probably saw my book came, we released, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We released my book and I did not expect this. And this is one thing I want to just kind of end on as you say that mm. my wife and I were watching some of the orders come in last night and on the side of the orders, I was getting text messages. Hami just ordered your book. Can you sign my copy? That's I amazing. Like, I, w- I know. I was like, wait, what? What? My wife was like, a couple of these orders in the notes are asking that you sign it. I was like, oh shit, like really? Exactly. That shows how much of an impact you can have on people without you probably, well, clearly without you even realizing. No, I know. And 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 we, you and I talk and Ari and our, our team here, we're always kind of like, we don't realize, but we definitely, and you too. And, and, you know, before I met you, like your stuff hit me because I'm going through that. Like, yeah. You know, New York, for example, I, again, I say the, the first one I saw of yours was the credit card one, which is what got yes, me. <laughs> and it was like, I just remember because that was right around November when I did New York and New York ended up and again, by the way, like my entry was kind of comp because it was from two years ago when they canceled yeah, and it yeah. kept getting. So it was like, but I never forget hotel. We took the yeah. kids out there travel mm-hmm. like it was like boom i was i was like hey card 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 yeah, and it was like it gets expensive man but look milo i'm excited um guys and everyone out there we're gonna put all of milo's instagram pages and everything in the bios a lot of people i'm sure listening to these podcasts or, or listening to this one know underestimated um but almost everything is at underestimated are yep. correct me if i'm wrong r-u-n-d-e-r-e-s-t-i-m-a-t-i-o-n right ED. So Runderestimation is my email address, but Runderestimated is my user. Yeah, I just couldn't get it on the Gmail because someone had already had it. So, (laughs) but yeah, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube all Runderestimated. Yeah. And a variation for Twitter, but I don't use it too much. So don't worry. No, that's awesome. All right. Well, Milo, thank you so much for kind of coming on. Thank you. And guys, thank you everyone for listening. Have a great day. And again, don't forget to go follow Milo and then see his amazing content and then follow the ones he's doing for us, which are on his page as well. Thank you guys. Thanks, Milo. Thank you.